It is time to expand minds through movies, TV, sports, and flicks. It is time to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. It is time for the Captain Talks Flicks. The Captain, the Captain Talk, Talk Flicks. 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 Welcome to the Captain Talks Flicks Podcast. I'm your host, the Captain Cortez, aka Mr. Love, and this is where we talk flicks. I'm walking the podcast, podcast where me, the Captain, talks about movies, TV, sports, flicks, anything you can see on a two-bird screen. I like to get on here and give my unique perspective, because after 47 years of being on planet Earth, I have developed a unique perspective about these movies, TV, sports, and flicks, and like the United States about it. Because just maybe, just maybe you care. And according to the stats, it looks like you do care. I want to give a big shout out to Peru. Got some plays over in Peru this past week. Gracias, gratitude, Toraba, and Peru. I heard the potato originated in Peru. So thanks to you guys in Peru, we now have the potato in the United States of America. Thank you very much. I love potatoes. I love papas. I love fries with ketchup on them. I love hot fries. I love fries. They're so good. Thank you very much, Peru, for bringing us the potato. Gracias, gratitude. Very cool. And just FYI, back in the day, I went to school to be a radio DJ, but I never got a job. I think I never got a job because I just didn't have the awareness. If I would have had the awareness... Maybe that would enable me to become a radio DJ, but it didn't. And it allowed me to become the greatest podcaster in the Matrix. Something to debate might be true, might not be true, but I said it on the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Because everything on the internet is facts. Not facts, true, false, propaganda, fake news, sun, star, moon, water, grass, earth, fire. I don't know. I didn't make the internet. Ask the people that made the internet. So when you're online, just be aware, just watch out. Anyways, I could ramble you all day, but I won't. Let's get right into the podcast. But first, a word from our sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes I rap. And back a few months ago, I rapped again. I dropped a track called Chaos to Order. It's off my album called The Soft Power of Minecraft. It's me rapping the only way the captain can with my unique delivery over sci-fi spacey beats. I guarantee you, when you hear the song, you've never heard anything like it in your life. So I'll put a link to the song, go over there, stream it, play it. It don't cost you no money. All it takes is your time and listen to some interesting, weird songs of me rapping. All you gotta do is push play. So I'll put a link below so you can hear chaos to order because sometimes in life we need to bring chaos to order it is absolutely necessary so check out the song i'll put the link below now let's get out of the podcast ladies and gentlemen i am back again you know what i'm very hot I'm extremely hot right now. I'm sweating. There's computers going. It's sunny outside. It's heat. It's hot. But what do you expect? We're in June in the Midwest of the United States. And in June in the Midwest of the United States, it is hot. It's what you expect when you live in these parts. When you live in these parts in June, it is hot. Right? I got a tank top on and I'm still hot. My butt is sweaty. But this is the life we live. And I have gratitude that it is sunny and hot outside. Because guess what? 
few months ago, I was freezing, shivering, and now I'm hot and sweaty. It's just how the world works. It's just how the game goes. It is life, baby. It is hot, it's cold, it's rainy, it's snowy, it's wet, it's dry, it's humidity. It's just how it is. It's the nature of the game. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining me one more time. And, ladies and gentlemen, I just got done watching a film that I have not seen in like 30-some years. It's been a long time since I've seen this flick. I don't think I've seen this flick since I was like nine years old. Like, for real, I've not seen this movie since I was like nine years old. I've seen it at the theater. I think this is the first time I've seen it in like 30-some years or whatever, some years, 40-some years, whatever years it is. It's been a long time since I've seen this. And I even remember it. And ladies and gentlemen, the movie I'm talking about is Remo Williams, The Adventure begins yeah it begins the adventure began in 1985 bro that's when my adventure began that's when the captain's life was just getting started i was like nine years old walking the streets going to school carrying lunch boxes with thermoses in it drinking water eating sandwiches watching sesame street was i watching sesame street at nine years old i might have been i don't know electric company sesame street mr rogers i might have been watching that i don't know nine years old seems a little bit old to watch that but whatever i was young i was a young captain and i seen remo williams in the movie theater so i'm going to talk about remo williams today but first a couple things there will be spoilers and i do own some shares in the parent company of paramount plus I just want to be clear and transparent because i did see it on paramount plus and i want to let you know so now that i told you that let's get into Remo Williams, the adventure begins. And let me just start off by saying this. And I've been saying this a lot lately because a lot of things I've seen lately have just been like this. And let me just say this. Remo Williams, the adventure begins is absolute madness. <laughs> I'm telling you, the movie is absolute madness. And I mean that in the best way possible. The movie is straight madness. I was laughing. It was crazy. Crazy funny. Crazy action. Crazy lines. Crazy movements. Crazy visuals. Crazy stunts. Everything was just madness, bro. And I absolutely loved it. Like I was watching this thinking, this is 1985, bro. But be honest with you, it didn't feel... It's like some 1985 movies feel to me. Some 1985 movies feel like 1985. And when I say about 1985, I mean they feel old. Now don't get me wrong, this is 1985, but it feels like a younger 1985. You might be thinking, Captain, you're crazy, that makes no sense. Well, to my crazy mind, it makes sense. It felt like a young 1985 as opposed to an old 1985, if that makes any sense. I don't know, maybe it doesn't. But anyways, the movie was fantastic. And I want to get into a couple things about this movie. In the movie, Remo Williams um, joins this secret spy assassin organization. He has his fingertips burned off. He has a fake funeral. He has he takes on another name, right? His old life is gone. He has a new life, right? And at first, he's he's don't want to do it. He's I ain't doing this. I ain't joining your spy agency. I'm good, bro. I'm leaving. He said, but nah. If you don't do this, you're dying. You will get killed. So the only alternative to him joining the agency was death. So he chose the spy agency over death. He said, I'll be a spy assassin for you guys because it's better than being dead, right? I mean, who wouldn't make that choice? If you were presented with that same choice, super assassin spy or death, I'm thinking you probably choose spy. Like, who wants to die? I don't want to die. I mean, the dude's young. He's like, I'm going to choose death. No, I ain't choosing that. I'm choosing a super spy assassin. So he chose that. He chose a super spy assassin. And you just don't become a super spy assassin because you say so. You say, I'm going to be one. And all of a sudden you are. No, you need training. 
You gotta get trained. You must be trained, bro. And so, um, the super spy assassin, Rima Williams, meets this guy named Chun. I think it's Chun, 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 right? And Chun, this Korean guy, is his trainer. And Chun, I think it's Chun, Chun, is like one of the best things about this movie. He is straight comedy. I am cracking up and laughing at the things coming out this dude's mouth. Absolutely hilarious. And he's also a master at martial arts. You ever seen The Matrix and then The Matrix? Neo's like, you're telling me I can dodge bullets? Well, guess what? Remo Williams is not The Matrix, and that dude Chun is not The Matrix. Right, but you know what? He can dodge bullets. <laughs> so in the show, like, this dude Chun, the, the trainer dude, like... They're just shooting bullets at him. He's just dodging them, right? He's getting shot. He's just dodging them, right? Dodging them, like dodging the bullets. It's absolute crazy. It's craziness. It's absolute madness to see this Korean dude dodging bullets. And it looks so real, too. Like, it's almost believable. Like, I believe someone could do that. Like, I'm watching. I'm 47 years old, right? I know you can't do it. But to the movie Magic, it almost makes me believe someone could really do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. I've been watching movies for like 40-some years. I've seen everything. I've seen fancy effects. I've seen all types of superhero movies, all types of war movies, all types of ninja movies, samurai movies, uh, uh, sci-fi movies, Star Trek, Star. I've seen so much spy movies. And like, for some reason, seeing this guy, Remo Williams, that's late in the show, seeing him dodge bullets looks so believable. It's kind of like in that movie Wanted, where they, get, where they shoot the guns and they curve the bullets. Like, I know you can't curve bullets with a gun. You can't curve a bullet, right? But for some reason, in that wanted movie, they made people believe that was possible. I walked out the theater thinking like, you know, maybe someone can curve a bullet like that. Obviously, I know they can't, but it just, it just made it believable. And in this 1985, way back in the day movie, even watching it with 47-year-old eyes, I kind of thought maybe someone could dodge a bullet like that. I'm serious. Dude, I read a lot of books. I watch a lot of videos. I read a lot. I'd like to think I'm kind of smart. And I still thought it would be possible. <laughs> and then additionally, just all the like martial arts training things and th this things this mentor trainer could do when he was teaching Rima Williams was absolutely amazing. And one additional thing, we're talking, this is 1985, bro. This is like not a sophisticated effects, not a sophisticated movie making technology and techniques like they got now. And it felt so grounded in reality. I know it sounds crazy, but it really did. And the, and the, the picture looked good. The story was good. The, the, the dialogue was good. And one other thing in this movie that I thought was interesting that I forgot about is guess what, ladies and gentlemen? There is a connection to Star Trek. You're like, what? There's a connection to Star Trek? What are you talking about? How is this connected to Star Trek, bro? Tell me that. There's no way Remo Williams has a connection to Star Trek. How could that be? Is, is William Shatner in it? No, William Shatner's not in it. But let me tell you who is in it. It's a captain that loves to drink coffee. You know who that is? That's all I had to tell you. Captain that loves to drink coffee. Now you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking to one and only Captain Janeway. Yes, a young Captain Janeway, Kate Mulgrew, is in this film. I forgot all about it. I had seen it back in 1985 when I was nine years old, and I forgot Captain Janeway was in it. And I got reminded pleasantly when I was seeing it, like, hey, there's Captain Janeway. And let me tell you this, powerful performance. Captain Janeway is powerful performance even way back in 1985. Yeah, so, Remo Williams, great movie, Captain Janeway, martial arts, dodging bullets. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was very fun, very enjoyable. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of surprised, because I didn't know what to expect. 
I know nine-year-old version of me at the theater when I was a kid liked it. But nine-year-old version of me was not that worldly, was not that knowledgeable. I'd only been on planet Earth for nine years, bro. I like anything at nine. At nine years old, you like everything. You're very easily entertained. The 47-year-old version of the same guy who's been on Earth for 47 years, seen that same movie from 1985? No way, bro. His, his tastes are more sophisticated. He's way more worldly now. He's way more knowledgeable now. He has more life experience now. He can like some, some 1985 movie he liked when he was nine years old. Ladies and gentlemen, it was absolutely fantastic. It doesn't matter if it was 1985. It doesn't matter if I was nine years old. The movie was great. And one additional thing. When I saw that at the theater, and it said, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins, I assumed there'd be sequels. Now it is 2023, 40-some um, years later, or something like that. And I'm still thinking, like, where's that sequel at? <laughs> I've been waiting on the Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins sequel for, like, 40 years. Where it at? Whoever owns the rights, producers, movie makers, actors, whatever. Where the sequel at? I think it's time for a sequel. <laughs> 40 some years later. 40. It would that be crazy if they make a sequel to it like 40 some years later and they finally continue the adventure of Rima Williams that started back in 1985. It'd be magnificent. Yeah, it can happen. Maybe they will do a sequel to Rima Williams. Who knows? You never know, bro. So anyways, ladies and gentlemen, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins, a fine, fantastic movie. I loved it, enjoyable. It's a good two hours spent. Yeah, I love it, very fun. Dodging bullets, it made me think I could dodge bullets. <laughs> so yeah, good movie, love it, great. And this concludes the podcast. And until next time, we'll see. The good Lord gave you a body that can stand most anything, Vince Lombardi. Until next time, it's Captain Peace. The Captain, the Captain Talks, Talks Flicks. Flicks.